Good morning, everybody. Higher trade in the grain markets here on Tuesday as of the 745 pause in trading. December corn futures up six and a half cents at 351 and a half. November soybeans up seven and three quarters at 913 and a half. December Chicago wheat up one and a quarter at 529. December Kansas City wheat up two and a half at 448 and three quarters. December spring wheat up one and a half at 521 and a half. Another big decline in crop ratings is the big story here today. The U.S. corn crop rated 64% good to excellent, down from 69 last week. Uh, so another big decline in crop ratings, a larger than expected decline in corn. We are now actually below the 66% average. Um, remember, this corn crop nationally was rated 71% good to excellent just two weeks ago. The state of Iowa fell another 9% in the good to excellent category. Iowa's Iowa's corn crop now rated only 50% good to excellent. 21% of that Iowa corn crop is rated poor to very poor. We also saw declines um, just about everywhere. We did not see any states with improvements in corn conditions. We saw declines in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, um, again, Iowa, Kansas, Michigan, uh, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Carolina. I mean, you go down the list, uh, everywhere was down. Uh, North Dakota was unchanged. Uh, Kentucky was unchanged. I think those are the only two... uh, 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 of the major states that we did not see a decline. So analysts and traders are adjusting yield models again. You know, USDA pegged the corn yield at 181.8 nationally uh, in their August report. And I think that most traders are are pretty much now of the opinion that that will be the highest yield number we see from the government this year and uh, that the government will have to come down with that yield number uh, in September and, and maybe October. Uh, a lot of the, the numbers I've seen floating around are now in, in the, say, upper 170s, 177 to 178. Um, so if you were to go and, and do the math here, if we go from one 181.8, which is USDA's uh, current number, down to 178 nationally, let's just for demonstration purposes say we end up at 178. That's a difference in production of 326 million bushels, assuming that harvested acreage is unchanged. So that is certainly enough to put a dent in the balance sheet. Now, um, w- without getting into too much talk about USDA's methodology, they they typically will uh, reduce their demand forecast when when the supply forecast. Um, is reduced a little bit. So it doesn't mean you're going to automatically knock 326 million off of the carryout, uh, but you'll knock a good chunk of it off. And, and that would be helpful. So I think the market here with this higher trade this morning is adjusting for the idea of a lower national yield. And, and we've kind of been in, in that process here for a couple of weeks now. It's, it's been a slow process. Keep in mind that these December corn futures, they are still what, 12, 11 or 12 cents removed from those early July highs. So we're, we're still not back to the high water mark even from the last two months. Uh, soybean ratings also declined uh, 69% good to excellent nationally, down from 72 last week, still above the 64% average. So so the, the soybean situation, not as bad looking as the corn situation. You know, in corn, we're, not, we're now below average. We've seen a, a real big decline. We've seen a more modest decline in soybean ratings. Um, so uh, analysts probably still looking at a, at a big crop, maybe still a, a record yield, but uh, maybe trimming a little bit off of their uh, forecast. U.S. winter wheat harvest uh, basically completed at 97%. The spring wheat crop is 49% harvested, up from 30 last week, behind the 62% average. Spring wheat ratings have been very strong, uh, even as we get into the heart of harvest here. Uh, 71% good to excellent. That was up a percentage point on the week. 
Top U.S. and Chinese officials have reconfirmed their commitment to the phase one trade deal. I guess they had a telephone call uh, sometime yesterday, which was their first formal dialogue since May. Uh, usual suspects here, uh, Lighthizer Mnuchin, the Chinese vice premier, uh, the trade rep's office said both sides see progress and are committed to taking steps, ne- taking the steps necessary to ensure the success of the agreement. So I don't know if that's anything new. We continue to see uh, flash sales of soybeans and, and some corn uh, to China, which is positive. Uh, A little bit wetter looking forecast for a lot of the Corn Belt during the next seven days. You know, we've seen talk about dryness and and, and even some drought in in the western parts of the Corn Belt uh, emerge. Next seven days looks pretty wet for the central Corn Belt. That western area of Iowa that's been dry is going to see kind of lesser amounts. Your your real heavy stuff is going to be a result of those um, hurricanes that come up from the Gulf and and your uh, Gulf area into Arkansas, Missouri, uh, Illinois, parts of Iowa, um, southeast, your, your Kentucky. Tennessee's, uh, Mississippi's, those places are going to be kind of wet. So uh, keep an eye on that weather situation. Cattle market was lower yesterday. I think that Friday's cattle on feed report and that big placements number was kind of a catalyst for a setback here. So we'll see if we can uh, find some footing here today, but the board was lower yesterday. The uh, stock market phenomenally strong, uh, record high close in the S&P again yesterday, and we are up again here this morning. Uh, just phenomenal action in some of these uh, big benchmark indexes. The uh, bonds are down more than a full handle. U.S. dollar is lower. I should mention in the currency uh, uh comment real quickly. The uh, U.S. dollar has actually been pretty strong versus the Brazilian currency uh, lately, which is not a good thing for uh, uh, corn and soybean exports and our programs there. The uh, crude oil is up 38 cents, 43 bucks even in the October WTI. Precious metals are off just a little bit. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan. If you would like to know when and how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's 49 bucks a month. I tell you exactly what percentage I'm selling for what crop, for what marketing year, when I'm doing it, how I'm doing it. Uh, you don't need to be a futures or options trader to participate. You can cancel it at any time. Everyone have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.